Hello, I'm Glenn Crooks, radio commentator for New York City FC, the MLS Cup champions. Ahead, an exclusive one-on-one interview with head coach Ronnie Dylan. We're going to talk about leadership, team building, culture, all these key ingredients to winning a title. The one thing I've learned about Ronnie over the years and having the, the chance to speak to him before every match, talk to him on the road, is he loves to learn. He listens and then applies what he thinks will work for his squad. For instance, about 10 years ago, when he was in Norway coaching Stromsgadset, he invited in a sports psychology researcher named Gair Jorday to talk to his team, specifically about performing under extreme pressure, and even more specifically, the penalty kick shootout. Well, New York City had great success in the shootout in the MLS Cup playoffs, defeating New England and then Portland for the title. So this interview starts with a reference to Gaier, who I contacted after New York City won the Cup, and he was very pleased to hear that Ronnie Dylan was utilizing some of the things that he had talked about years earlier. He talked about penalty kick shootouts, the pressure. That was that's one of his things, you know, researching that. And he thought, he wanted to know if you guys had prepared in that same manner that, uh, that New England, you know, the walk up. And, and, and he also noticed that, that the players took 20 to 30 seconds before they struck the ball. And the other thing he noticed was that your group of players was slightly ahead of. Uh, so that was all uh, calculated. I'll everything, everything. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, was- Why do you think so when you when you have the, the players slightly ahead of uh, of the Portland players, what's the thinking there? They're just a little more you are closer to the guy, you know, so you feel more oh, okay. and you're bossing the pitch. Right. Uh, so you are in in charge. And, and his feel his feeling a shorter way to walk. Right. <laughs> well Chano, Chano was out, he was like at the penalty spot with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> We, we, we did every, every before every game in playoffs. We did it. Mm. So we, we had six times, I think, they did it. We took everybody in the half halfway line and they had to walk the way, take the penalty and stand waiting for the others to take as well. You know, and we talked about, I said to them, use your time, always look at the ball, look at the goal, and don't turn your back to the goal, decide quick, you know, so you are determined on what you do. And all these things that uh, I, I've, I've been to this uh, with Gaier actually uh, earlier, so I knew everything what he has been said. So uh, I had it for many years ago, it was ten years ago, I think. Was that like at Strom's got it? it got yeah. it? Is yeah, that where we yeah. we had him in to talk in front of the team and everything? So it was very mm. nice. All right. Well, it worked. He was really excited. Yeah. Was, <laughs> but he uh, won. Really- but he wanted to know specifically if you were standing like ahead of them, you know, more uh, forward was, to them, if that was, was uh, calculated. Yeah. But that was Rob's idea. Oh, really? Uh, Rob had heard it from uh, somebody. Uh, that that is that's important. So that's possible to do. So we were, you know, so we, we talked about that before. Well, I, as I mentioned to you, uh, uh, I talked to Nick Cushing, one of your assistants, not long ago. Uh, he's been on this program, and and he said you got to get Ronnie on to talk about uh, team building and leadership. And then Rob Vertugian, another one of your assistants, uh, just had a conversation with him last week in anticipation of speaking to you about the team building and leadership. I asked him about his experience with you. 
Yeah, I, I think what Ronnie's done with the mentality of the group is 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 amazing. Um, this is a team with very high expectations placed on it, um, as they should. You know, it's professional sports, and you need to win, and 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 everybody understands that. And the end goal of everything is a trophy. And I think what Ronnie's done with this group—that's his leadership. Um, is, is pretty special is he's managed to get everybody to just focus on process versus the end result. Um, and for me, that, that was one of the things that I think is the biggest difference. Um, and I think it's a big reason why we won. Um, and he drives that he speaks about that, the importance of the process, the importance of the journey and the importance of wanting to improve and the importance of learning and the repetitive voice over time changes the culture, changes the thinking because everybody comes in and you feel this pressure and all you think about is winning is winning is winning is winning. And in years past that, that especially in a club like ours, that, that is, you know, it can paralyze a group that's not prepared, ready for that. Um, and I think what he's managed to do in changing the culture is really shift the thinking of everybody to just do their job and worry about the process, worry about improving themselves. And the end result, the collective of that is ultimately what I think you saw, um, what we all saw and what we all felt was because it was a pretty selfless team in the end that was together, that was unified and that was prepared. So first of all, it, it must be nice to hear one of your assistants uh, on board. So 100 percent and seeing the uh, the effects of this. Uh, it's very nice, of course, it's uh... You know, my staff is very, very important. Uh, and I said to the players and the staff also after, when we, we start up again, I said, you know, I've been in football a long, long time. And when you win, you are together with some special people. And when special people meet each other, that fulfill each other and, and, and have some ambitions and go the right direction, everything is possible. And what we have achieved together as a... It's a club, not only the staff and the players, but everybody working in the facilities and around the team um, have done. It's, it's been incredible. And uh, we have adapted to the way uh, I lead and, and the way I want to play at the one, one stage, but also I've learned a lot from what's been there before and the knowledge that are inside the club as well. So, so we, but everybody wants to be better want to improve and if not they're not here anymore and i think that's um that's something now we has been a culture in in our club that you know we want ambitious players that um, want to achieve something and who loves to to change and improve uh, themselves and um, and when you do that then you get the best out of each other and uh, and uh this play of um was was uh, was a special thing that we're going to remember the rest of our lives and that's the good thing you know with with team sports you to do something together with people it's is what is in the end what what is fantastic this you look at each other and you have it's not lifting the trophy it's all the small things happening on the way that's what you remember and those things don't happen without uh, intentional team building and so let's go back to when you arrived you had sort of a double whammy. Not only was it a brand new team with players you weren't particularly familiar with,
but it was also a coaching staff that was formed that there was no one there that you had worked with. So did you have to start with your coaching staff to get them to understand where you were headed? Yeah, we had a lot of meetings, but uh, you know, first of all, we put up a, a schedule. So everything, in my opinion, is about, and that's important when we talk here, is, is my opinion. It's many ways to roam, you know, it's, it's, it's so many ways of leading, so many ways of playing. And I don't say what's right or wrong, I say what I believe in. Um, I think the most important thing is that everybody is going the right direction. Um, if everybody's going to go the right directions, it's important that everybody knows where to go and what is important to, to, to get there. So to have clear expectations to everybody is, is important. And then it's about treating people in the right way uh, and, uh, and to, to, give, to empower people and give them their, um, get them to use their skills and feeling that they are important and a part of the team. That's my role, you know, to, to get people to feel safe. That means they know what's expected, what their task, what they, what, what I expect from them. To feel trusted, to feel they, are, they mean something, that they are something in the group, and to have fun. I think that's the basic things to develop teams and players. And, and my job is, is first of all to get everybody to to feel safe, feel trusted, and have fun. And we do that. Then it's about getting people to to think about process instead of results, because it's so easy to talk about winning, uh, playing, get to Europe, play on the national team. And especially nowadays with all the players now, uh, now with agents, families, everybody's telling how good they are and where they should be and where they shouldn't be and how bad right. the coach are or how good the coach are. And, you know, it's, it's to learn the players how to think in this kind of situation is important. And what's clear that you, don't, you can, cannot do anything about the result. The result is coming as a consequence of the performance. And you cannot do anything about being sold to Europe either. You have to play good enough to get there. And that's about back to performance. And then the big question is, how are we going to perform as good as possible? And when we perform as good as possible and we lose, then we have to congratulate the, the opponents because then they have been better than us. Then sometimes that happens. Then is what do you learn from that game to improve to next next game we're going to meet them so we're going to get better. And if you win, then, you know, then we've done some good things. And again, go back to what was good. Why did we win? What was good with the performance? What could be better? And when you do that over time, then you get the players to think about process and learning. Um, the, the circle of learning for me is that you experience, you reflect and you improve. And then you experience again and you reflect and you improve. And in an environment like top sports, whatever team sport it is or whatever sport it is, especially in, 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 in soccer, because we play every four days almost this season, it's about winning. Everybody's, you have exams every three, four days, the whole season. And if you start thinking about winning, losing, then you get, you, you get drained for energy. You have to always keep yourself in the process. 
and love the journey to it. And, and I think that's a big change in the group from where I come in and to where it is today. Ronnie Dyla, head coach of New York City FC here on the Coaching Academy. I'm Glenn Crooks. And you mentioned something along there, individual versus team. And you talked about agents and you talked about people telling individuals how good they are and where they might go. That seems to be uh, one of the uh, major challenges at your level, uh, really at any level, is to bring the individual into the team. And that blend, uh, if it doesn't work, that generally uh, will not lead to success. So what are some of the strategies you, you uh, have employed along the way that help you with that part of it? I think it's very important to be very close to the players, you know, uh, to talk a lot with them. I'm, I'm, I'm having a lot of conversation with the players all through the year. Um, I have a quite big staff of four uh, assistant coaches um, plus physical coaches. We have so many players around the, 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 the players. Um, everybody gets um, get, uh, feedbacks all the time and we talk to each other consistently to follow up the process and that's important you can talk about okay what do you want in, the, in life you yeah, want to be uh, playing the national team okay how are you going to get there and then you find some different things but then if you just let it be there and talk next year or every six months the process is, is gone Always in the end, it's about, you know, yes, you have to do this and this and this. And then I always ask the question, so what can I expect from you? And then uh, they will say, yeah, I expect that I will, I will do every, everything that will be agreed now. I'm gonna, if I'm going to be better in crossing, I'm going to cross five, ten minutes after every training. I'm going to watch a movie, uh, film, uh, a video with assistant coach. Uh, yeah, and different things that they have to do. And then, so you get the player to tell you what is proper. And then important. you've had that meeting with them. And now you could, if they weren't doing that at a certain juncture, you could say, Hey, remember when we talked about this? Yeah, I think, you know, because again, you, you have to live the, your values, what you believe in. So again, it's, it's, you talk about something and you have to continue doing it. And when we're losing, if you start to think about, uh, see, oh, why will you, you're so bad, you're, we're losing uh, shit performances, uh, I'm so, you know, then, then you, you, don't, you, you don't talk the way you, you don't uh, do the things you, you're saying. So you have to be real to, to what, what you're actually saying. If not, you lose the respect in the group. And as I think, you know, as a coach to, to get respect, I don't believe in fear. I think fear, you always will have a little bit of fear when it's a hierarchy, but I will try to get that uh, hierarchy as, 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 as flat as possible. So respect for me, you gain through knowledge about the game and how you treat people. And uh, then the fear goes over to fear for letting you down. And that's two different things. When it comes from inside and you really want to prove for the coach and everybody around you because they do so much for you and you want to achieve something together. You're more scared to let down people instead of fear of what will happen if I don't do it. So again, to come inside the players, I think that's important. And, and nowadays, when there's so many opportunities for 
for the players. You know, they in Norway, I think it's very similar in, in uh, America. You know, if I don't want to be a football player, I, I um, okay, then I'm going to be a lawyer, go to school instead. So they, they have so many choices. So you have to get them to 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 get the motivation themselves. They don't they don't react on fear anymore. They don't react on to be tell what they're going to do all the time. They have to believe in what you're saying and they have to want it. And I think that process is uh, important. And also you have to choose the players that have ambitions, that have the uh, ability to, to learn and to, to, to change. And that's, uh, that's something you have to test out and understand before you, 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 you get players in. And you think the, uh, the motivation part of it for you and what you've learned over the years is just is it sounds like it's simply your relationship with each player, you know, and because each one of them is different, maybe in their motivation or how you need to motivate them. So it always gets, uh, so you have 24 players, they're all different. They come from different countries, different backgrounds, and you're trying to cater to them individually while at the same time forming this team that could win a title. Yeah, everybody is different, you know, but you have to see two different things. One is about discipline and effort, you know, and one is about skills. Um, if you have bad discipline and you, you don't have any uh, effort in what you're doing, of course, everybody has to be told that as well and, you know, to, to coach in these things, but over time, for me, then it's more about authority. Then I can you have to use your authority sometimes. Some say you know be angry or whatever, but it shouldn't be like that. Should everybody should uh, give hundred percent every day, and um, and should never be anything about discipline and wanting to do things. But you can't ever frighten anybody to be better to to cross at the ball. You have to teach them, and then it's about back again to what I said to 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 experience and reflect and and improve and. Repetition, repetition, repetition over time, whatever it is you have to learn. I think you have to see the difference between skills and, and to develop skills to, and talk about discipline and, and uh, effort in, in what you're doing. And, uh, and, uh, but whatever, you have to follow up the process because if they don't want to, then okay, then maybe they should do something else. Because then in this tough environment, everything is about winning in the end. And if you're going to win, you have to have players who want to get better, want to improve, want to achieve something. And, um, and then you have to coach them in, in that way if, if that is a challenge. And you talk about process. I want to go back to one other thing that uh, Rob Vartugian said in our conversation last week. I think that's a big part of it. I think the timing and, and the words and the, the things that happen internally that nobody sees, right? Like the, the reality is the belief in this group never, it didn't waver. Um, we went through a tough time, like everybody goes through a tough time, you know, and I think what you saw is a group that didn't break, but came together through that. And that's the difference, because if your culture's not good, that breaks teams. Um, and ultimately, we came out of that in what was a difficult moment and a difficult grind through on the other side. And I think when you, I know for me, when I reflect back and I think about that run that we made, we went away to New England. We conceded a game tying goal down a man with a lot of time to play, a guy that can barely play because he's, he's, you know, he's, he's done. 
and you still fight back and you win. You then go to Philly away, you're down a goal, you come back and win. You go to Portland away, you can see the goal with no time left. That would break teams. That would break teams. And I think what you saw is the togetherness. And ultimately you fight through an overtime and you get the penalties and you win again. There's no way you get to those moments. You come through those moments on the other side. Hey, if you don't have the adversity we did, but you also don't have a leader that can stand in front and not allow it to break. We learned a lot through that period. Um, and I think one of the things we learned there was can't be too serious. Now the, the fun part, I think that we, we forgot, uh, you know, because we really, really wanted to achieve something. And then when you over overdo things, and you maybe speak too much about tactics, speak too much about what need to improve, then you, you, you lose the joy of it sometimes. And I think that was the, what happened after the game in Chicago was the, uh, the, the bottom level. I, you know, I've, as long as I coached this team, that was the worst game we played. Because not, not necessary because we what we did, but I didn't see any energy. I didn't see any spirit. I didn't see any fight. And then... Before that day, I had talked a lot about, you know, that we have to understand the importance of the game and people have to go to the, into themselves and, you know, and at once as this game started, I understand of, you know, what a bad decision you make there. Because mm. the game was played a hundred times and they were tied before the game started. And we played really, really bad. And then I remember against uh, Nashville when then, in my opinion, started to turn around there because then we started to we, we, we focus more on uh, having fun and uh, laugh a little bit more and, and, and you know, be, be a little bit clearer and take a little bit uh, shorter meetings and all these different things and then energy come back to the team again. And of course, Atlanta game was an important thing, but, but I think it started um, in the Nashville game already. Even though we we lost, I think against the Red Bull uh, after the after break again, but uh, we we knew now how to get back again, and we we did it. And again, experience, uh, reflect, improve, and everybody do mistakes. And it's important that if you go to the pitch, that you if you're scared to do mistakes, then you're just there to get through it. If you go to the pitch and try to do to do the things that you have worked on the whole week and not and not think about uh, mistakes you you're going to improve yourself because you you're going to be creative you you're going to try it on things and then you're going to succeed and you're going to also uh, do bad things but i say always to the players i don't care if you do a mistake this weekend or next weekend or tomorrow but you have to be a better football player in 3 to 6 months than you are today so when you see the longer perspective, you have to see a lot of improvement because you have to learn about your decision-making. But short-term, it's about go out and have fun and enjoy it and do the things that we have been talking about all the time. And then I, that way, I think you take away the consequence thinking a lot. And uh, I think consequence thinking is a, it's the worst when you go out and are scared to do mistakes, scared to lose, uh, scared to be punished afterwards if you, if you lose. Um, and uh, I think that's if you see manager like Jurgen Klopp, it's something he can do with a team is to get them to enjoy playing football. And um, I mean, you see a team enjoying; it's very hard to beat them. It's very, very hard to beat them. 
it is hard to have fun when you're not getting results though would you agree it is but i think it's easier when you focus on tasks you know that you you go back to what can i do something with and you journalists i have to say you are also a coach uh, but but you know it's, it, when you talk with journalists they is is as a coach is you get like why did i sit and talk with this you know because everything is uh, gone to the to the to the result and you have to look behind the result that's my job and if you go through these games so many things happened at that period that it's is yes it things i could do differently it's things that uh, maybe others can do differently as well but there's also thing that is not so easy to do something with you know uh, we had players with the national team central defenders that was uh, was out for you know played that so many games kinds he played so many games in that period you had uh, james sands who had been to the national team and he had to have a break because he was so tired because of all the new experience he had uh, had been through you had uh, players that come into the summer that come in with a lot of energy and then when it goes up one or two they they the, the normal days is coming and then you go into a dark hole for a while and uh Talis did that Santi did that uh, Tiago did that and Alfredo get his family back he was you know he had, had hadn't seen his family for three months we get red cards two three times that's something we could do something with uh, maybe a couple of them maybe not when you see the referee decisions and then we played every three day we didn't have a break so so it was a lot of lot of um, um, load on few players because right. of all these different things happen so it's important to have a calm head into these situations and the same i think what we learn from that that's how we come we get into the playoffs because we play played playoffs games for two and a half months that's right. Was, uh, the situation we were in, and I think then we come to the final. I didn't feel it was a final. I feel it was another game. And then we come some way because everybody enjoyed. We had find the way to enjoy the week, and we were very clear on how we're going to play and how to execute every opponent. And we get the best of ourselves out in. I think the game against. Um, uh, Philadelphia was was not good, especially the first half. And I understand it's going to be tough because we played four days before, and we were home late in night. We had uh, celebrated like we had won the MLS Cup, and I was worried about that. Uh, but we get through it in a way, and um, and also score in the last minute. It's we never give up. Whatever happens inside the games was like we we come back again all the time, and and that's back to the hard period i think we learn how to deal with it. We, we, if you get affected about consider the goal and start to do everything differently you're going to lose instead of keeping your discipline believing what you're doing and keeping the process what you do off the pitch you do on the pitch and it was refreshing to hear you talk about when you go back to that chicago game that you referred to which was uh, maybe a low point in the season how you looked at yourself, how you prepared the team by building up the game and the importance of the game because of where you were in the standings, I'm sure, all those different things. So you learned something along the way as well. I learn all the time and I get disappointed in myself every time I do this, you know, but 
the reason why I do it is because I'm tired myself. And when I'm tired myself, I do, I get, I'm not constructive, I'm, I'm, I'm negative. I get negative and I get the fear come into my body. And, and then that's why I also, you have to keep yourself in the, in the process instead of being up and down with the results. You have to take care of yourself outside the pitch, um, sleeping, eating well, training, um, and, and do things that gives you energy and be with people that gives you energy instead of opposite. And, and we are together all the time. So we, the way we treat each other will immediately have effect on the pitch. We're with Ronnie Dyla, head coach of the MLS Cup champions, New York City FC. Back to one more thing that Rob Vertugian said last week, which uh, uh, I found, uh, well, I'm, I'm sure you look at this and go like, yeah, this is the way I want it. It's part of the culture. And that's part of this group. That's part of the togetherness that was in that group. Um, those things, those standards, those, those won't go away. Those are every new player that comes in the door. Like, it's, it's the way of working and building the culture here. Um, That's a big part of building culture, building a team is so that if, when new players come in, they just work their way right in. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. That's important, you know, and, and again, that's, it's very important that this is not my standards is our standards. The standards we have here is totally different from what I had in Boringa or what I had in Celtic or in, in Stremsen. So it's, it's, of course, about it's some basic things that is important. It's like, I think the two most important things I come in with was the three things. One, 100% every day. You're going to train like your cup final every day. That's number one, you know. And number two was be fit. And that's about, you know, body fat, everything has to be right. So you have an opportunity to, the best opportunity to, to do your task on the pitch. And number three is about culture. You know, I need, you need a culture that wants, you need players and staff and everybody who wants to have ambitions, have talent in something, of course. And that's, of course, they have because they are in New York City football club and also ability to learn. And, and work in process. And I think that's the basic things. And then we have to find our standards into that. And, uh, and I think, uh, as I said, I talk, we talk three, four hours every day, the staff together, sitting together, discussing, uh, evaluating, um, planning. And of course, then it's get we, it's not me sitting and telling everybody what to do. We get agree in things and what Rob, Medi, Efra, Nick, Dan, you know, I can say Luke, Jess, you know, all this, what they have bring into the table and teach me. David, you know, it's, it's, been, it's been so important. I, everything I've learned in life, 90% of it, I learned from the people I work with. And I, I think we learn together in the process because we we discuss and we 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 dare to do mistakes and we we want to learn and we are uh, we want to want to develop something. As the leader of a team coming back off of an MLS Cup championship, uh, normally it's very difficult to win back to back, and part of the problem at times is the motivation. Like we got there, we climbed the mountain, we've done it. Uh, now maybe not coast, but maybe they come in with uh, less of the ethic 
that got them there. So what's your message to the team? Do you, do you speak to individuals? Do you do it just bringing the team together? How are you going to, from a leadership standpoint, and you've built this team uh, and the culture, how do you prevent the, the hangover or whatever you want to call it? Starts with yourself, you know? So look yourself in the mirror, then you see your team. I think that's the number one, you know? If, I, if I'm complacent, the team will get complacent. The staff will be complacent, you know? Um, a process can't start with the players. It has to start on the top. So, so for me, it's back to values. You know, it's the same things. To be honest with you, we, we were number four in the league yesterday, last year. So we should have a, a goal to win the league. Have a goal to do when we win the league. Okay, then it's the playoffs. If we can do that, then it's possible to do that. But first, it's the league, it's the cup, it's the Champions League. There's so many things to do. And the only way to do that is to get better. We have nothing to defend. We have to chase something. As I think, we were number four in the league. So we have something to chase. We have to chase a new, a new England. And uh, if we're going to do that, we have to work better than New England. With the consistency in the, in the, in the squad, in the, in the staff, we know a lot of standards now, how, how to win MLS Cup. And that's a great achievement. And then, of course, we have to evaluate what did we do actually last year that was so good. What could be better? So we already started that process. And, um, and we know exactly last year we talked about, it was like three, four things we talked about last year. Um, after we, think, we thought that uh, the players were bigger in the club, some of them. You know, they, they were actually, they, they, they think that they decided what the club going to do. Uh, we, we lacked discipline in the games. We lack discipline in training outside of the pitch. And we had to do something with that. And we were talking a lot about leadership, that we had to have better leadership in the group, in this, in, by the, uh, among the players. And we needed more togetherness. And that was like our main focus. And we did uh, you know, clear things to improve all these things. And we had a lot of improvement, but we are not we are still... There's a long way to go. We, you never stop learning and you never start, uh, you never reach end, end station. Because if you do that, then you're not reaching the end station, you're finished. So it's about chasing again, getting better, climb the next mountain. And then you have to have hungry players and a hungry staff, hungry, hungry coach. And uh, I think we are, I can feel that, that we, we still are that. Uh, but what we had done last year is, for me, forgotten, and I, I don't like to hear that we won last year. It's like, that's that's in the history books. It's good, but we have to look forward now. And we know, I know in in football that then for next game is always the most important, and the last game is what you remember. So uh, it turns quick around if you start stop working in the right way. The the, the hard times is coming. Well, I'll tell you what, if it doesn't go well on that first match, February 15th, nobody's going to be talking about MLS Cup. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It seems to me, Ronnie, the most important part about being a leader in your position, and you just kind of refer to it, is to develop the leaders internally among the players so that they hold each other accountable as well. That's very, very important. And 
think you know I'm, i was in scotland and i saw how that hierarchy was you know and i think us is, is not that bad i, I don't say it but it's, again is my opinion but i don't like hierarchy i'm coming from scandinavia if i sit with the king of norway i can tell him exactly what i think and what i mean <laughs> and 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 i that's why i think scandinavia is 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 getting a lot out of um, what they have because everybody has an opinion everybody is empowered but when you get empowered you also have to show something then you put your your your, your pride and everything and your, your skills on stake and you are responsible i felt when i come to scotland like if i as the top in the hierarchy going to tell everybody what they're going to do and they just execute the task they get from me i can understand in a war situation maybe that that could be i don't know if you have to have a result tomorrow that's the right thing but if you're going to develop something over time it's going to take years to get there years many years that you can frighten some people for one year to 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 be scared to to fail or something that you can get results yes but over time i don't believe in it i don't believe in it and then i say if you get every if say i have 10 assistants that is speaking to all the players and all the the the, the leaders in the group in the player in the, in the in the player group is speaking with the youngsters and they are starting play, uh, talking among each other think how many conversations is going every day then to improve the process then things go quick if everybody knows exactly where we're going and they start to to interact in in every relation they have inside the organization to improve things so where we are now we are i've, I've experienced before places that we have been much more ahead than we are now but we're getting somewhere and we're improving all the time and now it's just keep on keep on building because this is a develop this is already shown that we develop players how many players this year haven't is haven't been better than the last year now james is in glasgow rangers now jesus medina is in csgo moscow we have the top scorer in the mls so maybe worth x amount of millions of dollars maxi moral is 34 years old i've never seen him better in a, it was it was now the last half a year maxim shall not sean johnson Kayens playing national team in uh, Peruna didn't play. He was a mascot in the team uh, before uh, last year. He never played for two, three years. Now he plays every game and he's one of the best players on the pitch. But then Kayens has to understand why he's getting there because he's improving. And if he stop improving, somebody else will, will, will catch him and he will be on the bench again. So, so we have so Keaton Parks, unbelievable good to the operation, you know. Taiwan. What kind of improvement I had last year? All these these things is about culture, and you have to feel safe. You have to feel loved. You have to feel have fun. You have that in the bottom. Then you use all your energy of getting better if you think in the right way. And I think we are getting there, but we are a long way to go. That everybody is empowered and take uh, consequences of of uh, of their empowerment. You know to. To, to feel and be a part of the process and understand what this really about, is about. Considering what you need to develop to uh, do it the right way under your leadership, 
you might say you're a little ahead of schedule even, you know, to have that many players within your program to, to respond as leaders and, and to carry the message. You know what I mean? I don't know if you feel that way, but, uh, you know, it's you're always... To, it's, very impossible, it's impossible to answer that, but that's also very important to understand that I have to get better as well. It's not only them. I, I'm sure also if you ask all the, the staff, they also think they have learned a lot this year and, and they get better. So it's like, it's unbelievable to be in an environment of that. And, and I had that in Strømskutse, unbelievable environment. And when I look back, I was thinking, I'm never going to experience this again, to feel that you are a real family and that everybody's thinking they want each other well, everybody's thinking the, right, the same way and they, they want to improve and they want to achieve something. But I've started to get that feeling here, and that's uh, that's the biggest compliment I can give to to anybody. Ronnie, you mentioned James Sands earlier, and we know he's with Rangers now, and you're the former Celtic manager, and we all uh, remember you going to uh, Jack Dempsey's to watch the old firm last year in New York City. I, I wonder if you've watched James play, play yet in Scotland, any any of his matches, and 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 what you think of. Uh, the rivalry now. When you're watching the game now, you watch it a little differently. Yeah, I haven't seen him play. Uh, I know we played the first game against Aberdeen. That's a tough place to go. It's a Petrodri Stadium. It's a, that's tough. Uh, and I understand it was okay uh, for those who had seen the game. Um, takes time to adapt. The, the club is so huge. The pressure is unbelievable there. It was the right step now for, for him to go and, and, and try and jump. And that's also what I love, you know, uh, but, but like James, he is the guy, if I can, last year, if it's one role model, I want every player to look at is James Sun. He's always first in the facilities. He's those, those most, the most in the gym. He's go latest. He does everything perfect. He wants to learn. He, every day, 100%. And when those kind of players, get what they want. It's just an amazing feeling as a coach. And I'm really, really happy for him. And when you're also leaving, when you're one, you don't leave just because it's my turn now to go and I, you are too good to me or too good for me. Not too bad for me. I'm, I'm much better than you. That You win and then you leave. That's that's something I respect. And, um, and it's going to be tough for him because, you know, he jumps to another level. Maybe not football-wise so much better. I don't think so. But the pressure and the environment coming, moving from New York away from his family into an a environment where 50% of the city hates you and 50% of the city loves you when you're playing well. Uh, that's a new experience for him. And uh, that's going to, in at age of 21, it's going to make him to a better player. But uh, you have to suffer sometimes in, uh, in life to, to get what you want. And, but he knows how to, to think and to act in these periods. You just have to get better. And, and then he, he will go into the team. So we'll see. But I'm still a Celtic fan. I can tell you that. Well, I, if he has anything green in his wardrobe, <laughs> he better get rid of it, right? <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. But you, uh, you certainly 100% uh, see this as a positive move for him and his development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's a, it's a top, top move. And um I really, really wish him well uh, and hope he, you know, I will follow him his career. We will have contact. It's, uh, it's nice to see, see players uh, living their dream. One other player that uh, we're 
there's been a lot of discussion about a transfer. Uh, obviously, Tati Castellanos, you referred to him earlier. You know, the, you know his stock has, has risen. Uh, the uh, international uh, or European transfer uh, window has uh, passed. There's still a Brazilian window. Um, where do things stand with Tati right now? Uh, is he firmly in your plans? Is it, is, it, is it at all difficult to try to manage this situation? Uh, I think, uh, of course, he is ambitious and he wants to, to find something new in his career. But um, the general window is not the easiest, especially now with the corona and the uncertainty that is around the whole world. I think things are more easy in the summer. So I'm uh, hoping that, uh, you know, that he gets also his chance to, to show in the, in the next stage in his career. But, uh, but if he, he stays this, uh, it looks like now he goes to the European window. So in my opinion, he should stay now, try to win the Champions League with us uh, and continue improving himself and make us even more ready to the summer. And uh, you learn something also to be, like the team, whatever happens this year, we're going to learn something. Because as you say, when you're chasing something, is you are always the underdog. Now we are the champions. And then expectation is coming. That's easy to forget sometimes. that you, It's not normal just to win. It's, every win is it's, it's another team there who really wanted and trained a lot to do this as well. I hope also Tati... You know, he will learn something also to go on. Now he's, he's won the golden boot. Can he do it again? Can he go out there and perform when he's like having have, have, have done it? Because the best players, the best teams do that. And, uh, and you know, it's been, that's, that's going to be a very, very interesting uh, process to, to, to follow. Well, it was a good start for Tati Castellanos, Ronnie Dyla, and New York City FC in the opening leg of the round of 16 match in the CONCACAF Champions League against Santos in Costa Rica. 2-0 the final, Castellanos with the brace. Thanks so much to Ronnie Dyla, head coach of New York City FC, for the time spent. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm Glenn Crooks. Peace and be safe.